This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 7 to 9 a.m. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za. It is a Friday morning. That means we get to spend time with Dr. Peter Hammond. He's the founder of Frontline Fellowship, the Reformation Society, Africa Christian Action, and the William Carey Bible Institute. Good morning and uh, welcome back, Dr. Hammond. Thank you so very much, Brad. Yes. Well, um, last week uh, when my son-in-law Hunter took the program, I was out in the wilderness mm. with the family. And I must say, while it's very encouraging to see so many initiatives being taken by many people uh, throughout the country and up the garden route and so on, you can see dynamic Christian ministries, people rising to challenge churches, being quite creative and innovative in these difficult days of lockdown and intrusive government regulations enforcing in very erratic and sometimes illogical ways that don't seem to have anything to do with science or medicine, uh, but just making not just people's lives difficult and ministry extremely difficult, uh, but uh, undermining and sometimes killing people's businesses. Mm. But I'm sure we're all very concerned about the uh, threat to property and law and order uh, and some very strange decisions being uh, made these days. And it's quite extraordinary because while a family is the basic building block of society, mm. the municipality is probably the most important and strategic part of government. And in fact, that's our neighborhood. That's where mm. we live. And we are paying more and more rates and taxes for less and less tax services, service delivery, as they like to call it, or not that there's much service or delivery, and yet one pays so much for government to do their job, which mm. generally they don't, and then you pay over and above for private security companies and for private community improvement districts, and in the end, you still end up doing so much of the work which our rates and taxes are meant to go to. Now, of course, government is not meant to be a get-rich-quick scheme. Uh, it's meant to be a service to the community, and uh, I am not that uh, young, but I don't remember a time when city councillors and members of parliament were not paid for their work, but they donated their time to the community. And uh, in fact, I had a history teacher at school who was a member of parliament. And uh, I was in Bulawayo and Wilson High School, and uh, there was this member of parliament, Mr. Reese Davies, who was uh, also a history teacher. And I, I was a little puzzled. He said, well, we don't get paid for being members of parliament. Uh, we donate the time. Wow. We need a real job, too. And that's the way it used to be for city councillors and so on as well. And so it's deeply disturbing to go down the garden route. And I have seen so much destruction. Uh, we can still see the destruction of so much of the forest uh, through the arson, which uh, burned down so much of Nisla Forest. And uh, a lot of the garden route actually right now is quite unsightly wow. and shocking. And you can also see vast amounts of land invasions that are bringing squatter camps right up to the main road, up to the N2, with huge amounts of rubbish and garbage and trash and uh, a real threat to hygiene as well, spilling onto the main road and into communities. And you can see some of the most lovely homes, restaurants, tourist attractions, which are uh, being encroached on uh, by illegal land invasion, uh, squatter camps, which uh, in many cases are not just hygiene problems, but uh, uh, huge, uh, really, dens of crime and uh, uh, 
in the garden route where before he didn't even have to worry about locking anything. Now you've seen burglar bars, razor wire, security gates rising up. And now we hear that there's an um, uh, increase of uh, land invasions and of uh, illegal structures being set up. Now, when we think how much those of us who are ratepayers and homeowners and uh, trying to build up our families and how much money is poured into the municipality and to government by our taxes, rates, and everything else. And then someone else is able to come, or rather should be said, a few thousand other people are able to come and just steal land and uh, devalue areas and endanger our children and our environment and bring a lawlessness into community. There, there just seems to be an absolute bizarre selectiveness about when laws are enforced. And you think that statistically, according to Commissioner Seeley, We've had 22,000 people in South Africa fined for not wearing masks. 22,000. Now, how many people have been fined for looting the public treasury, for state capture, for corruption? Well, I actually don't know of any. And uh, you think of the very high-profile, up-to-cabinet-level, mm. massive corruption things, billions of rand stolen of what's meant to be solidarity fund that's meant to help the people who are suffering the enforced lockdowns which have ruined and killed many businesses and uh, 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 employment of millions of people. And uh, tourism, which is, of course, a huge income for not only uh, Cape Town, but the whole of the Garden Route in particular. And you, uh, I've met quite a people just in this last week ministering up the Garden Route and uh, as far as Georgia and Eisner, mm-hmm. speaking to people who, who've really suffered and churches which are still suffering and prisoners who haven't been allowed to have any visitors for the last five months and uh, people whose uh, relatives died in hospital without being allowed to see a, a visitor, not even their own relative. So there's so much unnecessary human suffering made as a result of man-made rules, which in many cases are arbitrary, and which our High Court has declared unconstitutional, considering that they violate the Bill of Rights, freedom of conscience, freedom of worship, freedom of thought, freedom of speech, freedom of association, freedom of movement, freedom of religion. All of these freedoms are essential to freedom. And uh, when any laws infringe on this, it really is absolutely catastrophic. And it's not a real law in uh, in and of itself, according to the um, High Court in South Africa, the lockdown regulations have been unconstitutional from the beginning, and they've declared that on a number of occasions. And yet, we meant to be a society of laws, a, a Rechstaat, a Frontet or Kotsevet. The whole idea of law is that law is meant to be based upon God's law, as summarized in the Ten Commandments, which is the source of all rights and all responsibilities and of all safeguards such as the sanctity of life and the sanctity of property and of marriage and of truth and of contract. And so when there's a contract between government and the citizens, the ratepayers, the homeowners, the various municipalities, and when they systematically violate their side, their responsibilities, and are continually taking but not giving back, and not just taking but abusing and now interfering in basic things such as our ability to travel, work, worship, uh, even when it comes to uh, social and family matters, uh, right down to funerals and being able to visit a uh, parent who's dying in the hospital. Just extraordinary interference. And 
where is our sense of uh, standing up for what's right and demanding that those rights guaranteed in the Bill of Rights are enforced without fear or favor consistently? You cannot have people criminalized for something as basic and simple as breathing oxygen and uh, being able to walk over it and minister and worship and sing and so on, and then allow other people to loot and steal and to destroy and to burn. And uh, when are we going to see the arsonists who, in many cases, are known and identified, uh, who burned down the Eisner Forest? And they, at the time, promised investigations, which proved it was arson, over 58 cases of arson that started the Eisner Forest uh, fires. And uh, uh, yet, where's the prosecutions? And yet people can be prosecuted for something as simple as having uh, jogged around an empty field back in the first stage of lockdown mm. or walked their dog outside of a certain hour in, in level four and so on. So when, when you've got so many people being prosecuted for, for trivialities yeah. and for technical incursions on questionable and unconstitutional laws like the lockdown, but not protecting lives and property and the hygiene and the integrity of our city, which to a large extent depends on tourism and depends on a free economy and free flow of activities, I think we need to be demanding of our municipalities Mm. better and of all elected officials. They need to be reminded that they are civil servants and under contract and obligation, and the Bill of Rights needs to be recommended. So let's get back to recommending respect for law, to the law and to the testimony. If they do not... uh, if they do not operate according to this law, there's no light in them, we read in Isaiah 8.20. And so it's vital that we know the law, that we respect the law, and that we require the lawmakers and legislators and civil servants to adhere to the law without any fear or favor and consistently. So um, let's get back to cleaning up our communities and retaking our communities for Christ. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 729 AM. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za.